Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Online and on DAB Digital Radio. Darren Goff's Cricket Week on Talk Sport 2. Hello and welcome to Darren Goff's Cricket Week on Talk Sport 2. What a week it's been. England through to the knockout stages of the Football World Cup thanks to a 6-1 thumping over Panama. Meanwhile, at exactly the same time, England were giving out a beating to the Aussies. Born, that'll do for England. Joss Butler, absolutely magnificent. And it's England 5-0. What a time to be alive. Although I'm not sure Aussie captain Tim Payne agrees. Come back into test cricket, I tried to enjoy that as much as I could. And uh, if I'm honest, I'll probably let the pressure of this series get to me a little bit. And, and you know, clearly when you're not performing, things aren't as, aren't as fun at the international level. We will speak to former Aussie bowler Jason Gillespie about where it all went wrong for Australia. Uh, that will be about an hour of the show. And, <laughs> we'll be, and we will name our England team for the Cricket World Cup next year. The first match, who will make the 11 uh, when England plays South Africa at the Oval? You're listening to Darren Goss Cricket Week on TalkSport 2. And as you've heard, next door to me is Johnny Norman. Hello, matey. How are you doing? Where have you been this time? Oh, well, mate, it's, I've been everywhere. So we've gone St. Petersburg. We've then gone to the Isles of Scilly. Nice. Um, and now we're on for one night only to do the cricket show. And then it's Dubai. Blimey, mate. Well, I'm glad I've got you. It's just an hour show this evening because, of course, uh, what action in the World Cup, by the way, mm-hmm. um, Spain... Uh, Iran and Portugal were leading that group at one stage in the last five minutes or so. And by the way, how lucky was uh, Cristiano Ronaldo not to get sent off? Give over. You're getting too soft, John. I mean, I've been watching the games. <laughs> well, I'm a, I am a southerner. Mate, I've, this World Cup has been absolutely superb. We're not seeing any dull uh, football, really, uh, throughout the tournament. And uh, VAR, we're just praising it last week for, I think it's been absolutely brilliant for the penalties, but this mm. referee today just got it all wrong. Well, I, How long is it going to take him? I was listening to you and uh, Adrian, actually, talking about uh, VAR. And I think the thing is with cricket, we've had it for 10 years, haven't we, TRS? Mm. And it does take a while. Um, to, to, to iron out those kinks. Well, what it is, though, Johnny, I mean, before we go into the cricket, because obviously the cricket is far mm. more interesting. Of course, of course. <laughs> no, I think well, there, basically what, the problem we've got... from cricket, though, can't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, the problem we've got, though, John, is but the VAR is not being used all around the world yet, and you've got a lot of referees who are at this World Cup who are new to the system, and they haven't got a clue, some of them. Everybody's doing it differently. So that's, that's the teething problems we're having. But I've actually enjoyed it at the World Cup. I think today's been the first day where it's kind of actually got the panic button's been pressed by a few of the referees in the Spain game and the Portugal game. But anyway, what about Australia, mate? What, mate. I, I, I couldn't believe this week. Well, I could, actually, because Australia, there was two ways it could have gone for them. With the five best players missing on this tour, after getting a beating last year, remember? Like, let's not just think it it's just... A, they got beaten in the winter by England, yeah, right? Yeah, it wasn't even last year. It was only in February, uh, yeah. January, wasn't it? Yeah, so they got a beating. But they've come over here, and I thought it could go two ways, this. They're actually going to be embarrassingly bad, which 
they were uh, for, for, for most of it. I think England got out of jail in a couple of well, in the first game, um, they just got out of jail, and yeah. the second game could yeah. have gone either way. Yeah. But after that, they've absolutely dominated, except for the last one, obviously, when Josh Butler <laughs> played the innings of his life. Huh? But it could have gone the other way, where these players are all putting their hand up for a place in Australia's World Cup squad. Yeah. Now, as I said, I think you can rub eight of them, eight of them out. You can rub them out. Eight players you can rub out and say, that's it, they're not going to be at the World Cup. Well, half the bowling lot. I mean, Richardson. Well, all of them, Richardson, just about. <laughs> Richardson, Richardson, um, Nisa, they won't make it. Stanlake might. Oh, he's, 100, no, he's, he's, he's an 100%er. Yeah. The one I've said, remember last week when I said, I just cannot believe you bring Nathan Lyon, who's one of the best spinners in the world, yeah. over here and you don't play him in the first three one-day internationals. He played in the last two. He was fantastic. Yeah. I know, he's one of those competitors as well, yep. isn't he, that you, do, you don't like to come up against. He just seems to always be in the game. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I, I thought there were some bizarre selections from the Aussies, but you know, no matter how they shuffled that pack, they were not beating England. Do you know what the game yesterday, we'll talk about Josh Butler in a second, but you know that game um, on Sunday really reminded me of was, can you remember back in 2003? Oh, you're testing me. Well, it was the World Cup and it was in South Africa. I think it was 2003. And remember Andy Bickle. Oh, Andy Bickle for Australia, oh, yeah. Oh, we needed to win that game. I was game. injured. I didn't oh, play. No, Caddick took a few, didn't he? Yeah. And it was a game that NASA decided to give the last over to Jimmy, who was averaging seven and over, rather than Caddick, who'd taken, well, he'd taken three, maybe four. Four for 20, something like that. Either way, mm. you know, it didn't go out England's way. But Bickle and Bevan came together with a score 130-odd for eight, Chasing a smallish total, and I thought, I was living in Yorkshire then, actually. I, I thought, we're, we're going to win this now. You know, it's going to see us through. And, of course, Bickle, who took seven for, um, and Bevan, who, you know, was the finisher, the real finisher, took him home. And it, it was just at that time of England and Australia where whatever happened, Australia would see their way to victory. But it's a complete opposite now. Um and Joss Butler on Sunday was absolutely brilliant. In fact, let's oh. let's have a listen to uh, to Joss Butler uh, talking after the game, saying he's thrilled to have uh, whitewashed Australia. Well, we'll hear that in a minute. So, um, I, I just thought it was a, just a fantastic. It just showed the guy at, at the top of his form, but playing with real confidence as well. And and what talent! I mean. Well, John, do you know when it comes down to when you got a player? It was an old school linings, if you ask me. And when you look at some of the players of yesteryear, and I'm sure we'll get onto that later about some of the players uh, I've played with him uh, one day cricket. When you look at it, is that Josh Butler there occupied the crease? He knew England at 50 for five. Yeah. We're, we're in we're in the uh, poopoo, yeah. So he had to play an old school innings. He had to anchor the innings. He had to manipulate the stripe. Just, do you know what I mean? Keep changing it. Keep and, and, and try and get as much strike as he possibly can. Luckily, these days, you've got players who can bat down the order. Like Adil Rashid. Adil Rashid, he's no mud with a bat. He used to bat six at first class when I was yeah, captain yeah. in Yorkshire. This kid can bat, right? So he's coming in where he's coming, at number eight or uh, whatever it may be. And he just stayed with him. But what an inch from Josh Butler. He never panicked once. And that was an old school Darren Lehman type Michael Bevan knock. And every team needs one of them. And I think we have got a few, actually. We've got Owen Morgan who can do that role. We've got Joe Root who can do that role. And we've got Josh Butler who can do that role. That's a fantastic position to be in when you're, you're a, an international cricket side hoping to win a World Cup. When you've got three players who could all anchor and pace their innings and play some big hits in between. Especially Morgan and Butler. Those two guys can hit sixes from nowhere let's have a listen to Josh Butler then thrilled to have whitewashed Australia we were determined to, to come out and try and win 5-0 I thought we, we bowled fantastically well uh, we didn't quite click with the bat but um, games like that when you you pull it out of nowhere they're even more enjoyable and uh, what about the captain as well Owen Morgan talking about Josh Butler's performance the fact that we bat all the way down the order uh, it sort of only means that one of us has to come off if we're chasing a low total. And today was quite mesmerising. Joss Butler playing probably at the top of his game. So, Goffey, you've played with a lot of incredible, incredibly mm. talented players. Um, obviously, you haven't played with Butler, but would he make it into your team? We'll hear the, the team uh, very shortly, but... Would he, would he be in there? And if so, who would he knock well, out? Well, I didn't play with him. But I mean, no, the players I play, play with, with uh, I play with some good players. But yes, I think uh, Butler 100% would get in. Um, I think realistically, 
I always find it hard to judge through the ages because if yeah. you remember, if you give the players I play with a license to play the way they're playing now, you would see some unbelievable talented yeah, uh, cricketers. Totally. You really, really would. You're telling me a Gooch, um, a Gower. This was just before my time, by the way. I did play with uh, Gooch in a one day. Alan but... Lamb. Yeah, those guys, you say to them, right, just Robin go out there Smith. and play. Yeah, yeah, Those players, 92 World Cup team, any of those guys, go out and just play like they do in this day and age with freedom and look to score 10 and over. I'm sure they could do it, do it. So it's very hard, and this is why I've been critical of Michael Vaughan at times, haven't I? And we've had our debates, and, but he always says it's the best team ever. Well, it is, but it, it's very hard to judge them the best team ever because if you said to the 92 team, go out and play like yeah. they are doing now, how do we know they won't be the best team ever? So well, it's, exactly. it's very hard to judge through the ages. We had Derek Pringle on, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago. And when you look at that 92 side, they were also blessed uh, with some absolute top-notch all-round talent. Um, you know, And imagine Alex Stewart just being given total licence to go, go for it. Um, I think this team, what we've got now, England, is the batting lineup is absolutely bob on. It's very hard to get. If you had to leave one out, it would be a very, very difficult decision well, to leave one out, right? Let's talk but, about. Let's but, talk about but that. The bowling unit has got a lot of work still to be done, well, and I think that's the week. That's the one week area. I tell you what, just a quick question. You're, you're, and this absolutely nails your point, okay? And I haven't for those listening. I have not prepped or asked Goffey this, so um, I wasn't... No, nope, first was... time I've spoke to you. Okay, <laughs> so 2015 World Cup in Australia. How many of the England side played in the opening match against Australia? Uh, uh, just at a guess. What, the team we've just played? The team we have, this English team. It completely backs up your point about mentality. How many players played on Sunday and throughout this series also played in that massive defeat against Australia? I tell you. Six? Yeah, five. Oof. Five players, so half the team. And it's not it's the rhythm. players that have changed, it's the mentality that has mentality changed. Mentality and rhythm. When you start winning, it's very hard to stop it. I, and I'll, I'll go back to the county game, right? I played in a successful Essex side, which had Bickle in it, had myself in it, had Canary in it, had Rani, had the Flowers in it. And we got on a roll where we were unbeat. We, we just couldn't get beat at home. It was the Fortress. And it's still been named now Fortress Chelmsford, hasn't it? Because yeah. we went unbeaten in a 40-over game for two years. Two years unbeaten. Now, that is talent, but it's also self-belief, knowing every time you go out, the opposition is going to have to do something remarkably special to beat you. Now, and that's where England are at at this moment, especially against Australia, by the way. Remember, that we lost against Scotland. And I said at the time, yeah, it didn't matter. It Embarrassing, matter. but it didn't matter if we went and bashed Australia all over England. And we have done. So it's a mentality thing, and you're right. And every one of these players believes they can go out and score at 10 and over. You're listening to Darren Goff's Cricket Week on TalkSport 2. Online and on DAB Digital Radio. Darren Goff's Cricket Week on Talk Sport 2. Oh, that's a horrible one for Payne to take. Having been caught one in the mouth down at Cardiff, that's not really what you want. But it's a hundred for Alex Hales, it's come off the glove. He'll look for two, it's been a wonderful innings from Jason Wright. His fifth one day international century. Dragged it. Willie takes the catch. That was very, very good from Moeen Ali. Yeah! Gone. Really well bowled, and that's why Adil Rashid is so useful. Gone, that'll do for England. Josh Butler, absolutely magnificent. And it's England, 5-0. England are definitely favourites. There's no doubt about it in English conditions. And I think an important component for the team as well is that in this series is Adil Rashid and Moeen Ali. They've taken 24 wickets between the two of them. Spin is not necessarily something England have had quality of spin before to change matches. And so, yes, we've got great batting, we've got smack the ball out the ground, we've got good pace bowlers, but the, the two spinners are so important as well. England look like they cover all bases, and I think that the team accept that they are favourites for the tournament next year. Big thanks to Sky Sports uh, for the audio of, uh, well, highlights, many, many highlights from the five ODIs. England winning 5-0. 
Uh, you're listening to Talk Sport 2. This is Darren Goss Cricket uh, Weekend. It's uh, delightful to say um, that at the time of broadcasting, there's a bit of cricket going on in the Caribbean, Goffey. A bit of pink ball cricket as well. <laughs> um, there's a bit of uh, West Indies, by the way, fighting back. Actually, this third test between Sri Lanka and West Indies on a knife edge. 150 for eight. Uh, Windies with a 200-odd in four. I'll tell you what, that is a full and swinging Yorker from um, J- Jason Holder. So 150 for nine now, Sri Lanka. <laughs> West Indies ahead of that one. Um, before we go back to the the, uh, the the cricket, the England cricket, Goffey, pink ball cricket's being played. In fact, some of the county championship matches have just finished for the day. Mate, take a look outside your window. I'm going to look outside mine. It's still light. It's lovely. Well, why are they playing pink ball cricket when it doesn't get dark <laughs> till 10 o'clock? <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? It is weird. Well, uh, we just uh, had yeah, the longest yeah. day, haven't we? Or yeah, two days I ago. Know. So. Let's play some day-night yeah. cricket. <laughs> I think, listen, the weather has been absolutely fantastic oh, this last beautiful. month. And I think it's uh, it's shown that with some of the runs scored. And I think it backs up my point, although they don't like it. Unfortunately, four-day cricket has been put on the back burner. We've seen in one day Royal London Cup, which has been fantastic, by the way. So yeah. many runs scored. So many, so many runs squad but that should have been in the county championship where you have to really work for your for, for your wickets as a bowler yeah. and that's how we'll get the best test bowlers that's how we'll become the best team in the world by playing on better pitches and this Royal Wonderland Cup and some of the scores going about in the county game today that's what we should be seeing a month ago I tell you Not what, now. we'll talk about a bit about that later on. And my dad was up in Scarborough today. Beautiful. Um, oh, what a picture. I'd like to know the, the crowd as well. It looked a good one. Always is. Always wow. is. It looked brilliant today. Um, okay, Goffey, two teams from you. The first, I want your 11. The best 11, uh, with yourself in it, the best 11 that you ever uh, played ODI cricket with. This is a difficult one, this, because um, you give me about four minutes notice. Wow. Uh, and I play with some... I play... F- Quite a long time in one day cricket. I played till I was 36, 37. And I might have missed someone, so just give me a little bit of uh, breathing space. Can I guess a couple? Um, yeah, well, you go at the top of the order. Uh, Tresco? Tresco, number one. Okay, so Tresco's in there. Oof, let me have a think. Mm, Stuart? Number two. Woo-hoo. Okay, um, I'm going to jump around a bit. Well, KP must be in there. Number four. It's like bingo, this. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, so I'm going to put yourself in there. Number 11. Number I'm number 11. 11 in that team. Blimey. Yeah. So, yeah, and I've got first class 100. So when he says everybody can back down the order, I've got first class 100 and 30 50s. I'm buying 11. Um, what about Thorpey? Is he in there? Thorpey's number six. Woo-hoo. I'm going to roll. Um, so you're missing three and five. Three, five, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's interesting. Um, oh, Flintoff must be in there. Number seven. Flintoff, okay. Um, oh, we don't have a we don't have a wicketkeeper there unless Stuart's your wicketkeeper. Stuart's my wicketkeeper. Okay. What's up with you, man? Well, he could be playing as a batsman only. Um, okay, will you help me out with a couple more? Okay, I'll go in number three. He's uh, scored hundred hundreds. He's now one of the coaches for Australia. Oh, Hickey. Number three is Hick. Saying, number I five. was thinking Hick down at five, maybe. But yeah, you know, yeah. Number five is a diamond left-hander. Played with him early on in my career. Played in the 92 World Cup. Fairbrother? Fairbrother, number five. Fantastic player, absolutely. He's the, he was the Owen Morgan of yeah. 20 years ago. When people say Owen was the first one to play this way. He was a bit Fairbrother were doing it. A bit Thorpe-like as well. I yeah, you remember some of the innings. No, but Fairbrother hit sixes. Thorpe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Knocked it around, scored two, scored threes, really worked the strike, played spin really well, made sure the spinner went for 40 or 50. What Fairbrother did was time his innings to perfection and hit big sixes. Some of the innings he played against West Indies in one-day cricket in England were fantastic. Number eight. Holyoke? No, Adam Holyoke. I thought about Adam. Oh. And Ben. Unfortunately, Ben didn't, didn't play enough with Ben, but uh, both uh, Holyokes were uh, nearly, they are in the squad. Uh, Robin Smith in the squad, uh, Steve Armas in the squad, Simon Jones in the squad, Robert Croft in the squad, Nick Knight in the squad, Ali Brown, all Ali these players. Brown. Oh, he's a player. Ashley Giles has got to be my spinner. Um, yeah, yeah. I say, I think when you look at the two spinners now and the wickets they're taking, yeah. Ashley Giles, safe pair of hands. Um, well, I know Caddick's not in there because you wouldn't be batting behind him. No, Caddick's not in. Um, I think Craig White Ooh, at number nine. Craig White. Yeah, ball at the death. ball at the death with me. Yeah. Um, or, or Flintoff and then number 10 I'm going to go with Daffy Defratus. oh really all rounder he yeah. can um, one of the hardest are you, gonna, I... are you going with Giles ahead of White and Defratus? 
Well, not really. I, you could yeah. probably change Giles. them around a bit. Giles would probably be 10, yeah. Craig White would be 8 and De Freitas 9. Yeah. National Giles 10, me I 11. You have, have but that's a, that's a strong lineup, and I, I, I back that side uh, to be as good as they possibly can. Um, I play with some good players through the ages. I did play with some of the modern-day players as well. I play with Broad. I play with Anderson. Yeah, I was uh, but, but they just miss out. I think... Um, I know Anderson's got the most wickets in one-day cricket, but, but it's, it's kind of a false... Most wickets. See where I'm coming from? Because yeah. he was a, a he's a fantastic performer, great bowler. But when it comes to one day cricket, I don't think he'll be remembered for that. I think he'll be remembered as the best test bowler of all time uh, in England, but I don't think he will be in one day cricket. Okay, then. Um, who is your 11? Not the one you expect to play, but who is your 11 to mm. face South Africa? Start the World Cup next year. Well, I think it says it is on the tin. Um, I, I, I said, so, didn't I, after the winter? I think it's very hard to look beyond it. I think the the only areas for improvement are going to be with a ball. Uh, they're going to have to find a method to make sure England perform. Two spinners get in. Um, you heard uh, earlier where Matt Ramakash. The two spinners, Ali and Rashid, have to play. They're in the 11. They both can bat. One's definitely a top uh, t- top end batter. He's opened the batting for England in one day cricket. But I'm going to go with Roy Best or Hales. So Those Hales, three. So Hales stick is Hales has done enough, and I think you're oh, right. Of course he has. He has to play. Yeah. He changes the he changes um, the momentum of the game. If they get off to a flyer, he'll carry on and play it. Yeah. And we've then got Root and coming and just if we've lost a few early wickets, we know he's going to bat through. Yeah. So Root, although he had a probably disappointing series for him, remember he didn't bat in that world record score because he kept getting shoved down the order poor lad and he have no worries at all he, he would have probably smashed 50 in that game if he had the opportunity <laughs> Owen Morgan has been with one I've said is always going to be the place under threat but do you know something I've had a change of heart with this because the way the team are playing yeah. and he's leading it top run scorer of all time and his strike rate is still right up there. Now, if it was slowing down, he is a bit hit and miss at the moment, but we can afford it with the players we've got. So they're, Morgan, they're, they're behind him as well, aren't they? That yeah, team. yeah, exactly. Morgan stays in at five. Okay. Butler's at six. Butler at Stokes six. at seven. He's okay. not going to like it, but Stokes. But you're batting at seven. Yep. Ali at eight. Rashid, nine. And this is when I'm going to I'm really struggle with the bowlers. I'm going to have to go with Wokes at 10 and yep. Plunkett at 11. Plunkett yep. has to stay in. I know Michael Vaughan said he's the one who's worried, nah, but he might way. be the one going, how Get can, out of here. with the wickets he's taken yeah. and the strike rate, it's been absolutely superb for England. And he stays in uh, for me. I think it's um, he has to stay in. He's our one strike bowler. If you look at the way he's knocking over the, uh, the stumps, he's only going for a, just over five and over. And he bowls at, the, he bowls at some... Uh, risky times. He's got eight wickets in the series. Wood didn't take enough wickets for a strike bowler. No. Willie can be too expensive at times if the ball isn't swinging. But obviously, Willie's in the squad. Um, Is Wood? Wood's in the squad. Um, and the only batsman, I think, now, who's putting people under pressure, well, there's two, obviously. James Vince. Yeah, yeah. One day cricket. He's still a fantastic performer. Let's not judge how he performed in the test match. He's still a fantastic cricketer. That 170 he got... In the semi-final of the Royal London Cup was a superb uh, knock, whether it was. Was it 170 or 140? I can't remember exactly what he got. It was a fantastic knock. 171 he got. I thought it was because I remember it because it was against Yorkshire. And then um, the other uh, batsman to watch out for is Sam Hain, who's been making waves now for about a season. Um, He's done well for the Lions in the winter and he's knocked out another 100 um, the other day as well against, I think it was the West Indies he scored 100 against. Um, again, he seems to like playing against the West Indies, eh? And I think he's the only player who's probably, he might sneak into the squad ahead of Billings. Well, um, I, I have to go with that team, but I want to see Archer in there somewhere. I think they need to, oh, do, he, they need to do what they need to do <laughs> yeah. and get him in the squad. And oh, then you've got your X Factor as well. Uh, one last question before we're going to be joined by Jason Gillespie very quick, uh, very soon. Um, in your all-time eleven, mm-hmm. who's the captain? Um, well, that, that, that's a difficult one, really. Um, I'd love to give it myself. Yeah, I think. But it, I it would give be. it to Neil Fairbrother. Ooh, okay. Yeah, he might upset Alec, uh, the governor. He's one of my good mates, and well, you he's know, opening he's the bat. He's keeping wicket. Yeah, I'd have to go with Fairbrother. Fantastic yeah. cricket brain, great bloke. The team would be behind him, one hundred percent. He would be my captain. Done. Jason Gillespie coming up very shortly here on Talksport Two. You're listening to Darren Goff's Cricket Week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Online and on DAB Digital Radio, Darren Goff's Cricket Week on Talk Sport 2. It's been difficult, but sort of goes with the job, doesn't it? Um, I, yeah, I've come back into Test cricket. I tried to enjoy that as much as I could, and uh, if I'm honest, I probably let the pressure of this series get to me a little bit. And, and you know, clearly, when you're not performing, things aren't as aren't as fun at the international level. Yeah, that one stung. Uh, it wasn't as difficult as uh, as Trent Bridge, but yeah, we've certainly been taught a lesson from um, from a world class outfit. Leg side, and that is the record, the world record. It's England, it's Trent Bridge, and they have gone past what they achieved here a couple of years ago. They truly are a remarkable side at the moment. Even today, we saw Alex Carey and Darcy Shorter, two really good young players, played really well um, after again. A, our senior players probably let us down and um, you know, I think we've seen Billy Stanlake, uh, Ashton Agar, there's some real talent in this group and um, as I've said previously this tour, if we can get our, our best, part, best team on the park with some of these talented youngsters. Well, the uh, thoughts of Tim Payne, Australian ODI and Test captain and pleased to say uh, former Australian bowler Jason Gillespie, currently coaching Sussex of course, joins us. Uh, myself, John Norman and uh, Goffey of course. Uh, Jason, thanks for joining us on the show. Um, so what lessons were learnt in this uh, five-match series? Yeah, g'day John. Hello Goffey. Hi um, mate. Yeah, look, 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 I mean, where do we start? I mean, I, I think everyone acknowledged that, you know, Australia were missing a, a number of key players, you know, you know, your three best uh, probably three best seam bowlers, a um, couple of your best batsmen. Um, most teams would find that difficult to replace. But what for me, what's been really pleasing um, coming out of the Australian camp is there's, there's never been used as an excuse. It's it's about seeing that it's an opportunity for some other players to play uh, international cricket. Um, you know, Australia knew they were coming up against a, a mighty fine English side, and um, you know it's been a massive learning curve. You know how to uh, adapt to situations. Um, you know, I think with what we've seen with Australia, um, they probably haven't quite found that method to play the slower bowlers. You know, once the power plays finished and um, you know the, the the spinners come on, you know I think Australia have found it difficult to rotate strike and, and keep that scoreboard ticking over. You know, too many dot balls. Um, so, so that's something from a batting point of view that I think Australia can 
uh, can take away. And so, look, this is this is an area we need to um, find a way to be more effective in. Um, you know, and from a bowling point of view, I think what we've seen is um, we've come up against a pretty decent uh, England side, um, and it's about getting your skills right. There's no good bowling four good balls out of six. You've got to bowl five and six good balls out of six, and you're over and um, and really absolutely implement your skills. But but what we have seen is that um, you know I just wonder you know with Australia and the selections you know have they picked players based on T20 form. Um, look, you'd have to, I suppose, speak to the Australian selectors about that. There's a, you know, a number of players have you know, had good big bash uh, tournaments and they've been rewarded with uh, selection in the Australian one-day side. Oh, spot on, Diz. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we all watch the Big Bash. It's a fantastic tournament. You know it better than us. I mean, you're a coaching, um, you're co- coaching on it, and we know all the players. And these bowlers have all done well in the Big Bash, haven't they? The Richardsons, mm. uh, just, just Ty, and and obviously Kane. And then when it comes to the 50-over game, we all know it's a proper test of your ability. And when you're coming up against players who have a strike rate of 120-plus, some of these guys, they've been found out, haven't they? The, and, and it's been difficult to watch at times because with this Australian team, it could have gone either way. You could have had uh, 14 players, 15 players, all fighting for a place in the World Cup squad with so many players missing from Australia. But it's almost been like mismatches, not quite known, new coach, Justin Langer, not quite sure whether his top order, who's his best top order, who's his best middle order, who's his best bowlers. His best spinner is Nathan Lyon, if you ask me, but he didn't get in until the last two games. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on this series for Justin to take on board and hopefully get it right for the World Cup next year. Yeah, look, I think you make some really valid points, uh, Goffey. Um and just on the on the spin, I I think you know Ashton Agar is a, is a quality cricketer, and I think they see you know him being able to bowl some left arm spin. He's he's very good in the field. Obviously, his batting has uh, has come along in leaps and bounds the last couple of years. I think they see that. Um, as a real positive. You know, Nathan, with all due respect to Nathan Lyon, he probably doesn't offer the batting that um, Ashton Agar does. So I, I think part of that is, is why uh, he's been selected. But look, I, I think I'm with you, and I think a lot of people acknowledge that um, Nathan Lyon is the premier spinner in Australia. It, it, it's funny, in, in a way, he actually may, he's, he's known more as a test spinner these days than, than long-form cricketer. But... He actually made his name as a as a T twenty spinner yeah. initially and one day one day spinner. Dizzy, um, it'd be like leaving Warney out, surely, wouldn't it? I mean, if you're saying well, well, Warney could bat a little bit, he could throw the bat now and again, but he wasn't a top class batsman. It'd be like saying, oh, listen, sorry, mate, Warney, but we've got a bowler here who's not quite as good as you with a bowl, but he actually can bat and he can field, so we're going to play him. I'm all for the three dimensional, but special occasions, Diz, and you know it. You're a coach. You've got to play your best players. I, look, I, I I agree with you. I I think if you know, in if we're uh, up to me, I, I think Nathan Lyon would be playing. End mm. of story. Uh, that's just my personal opinion, um, because I think he is for the, all the reasons you said. He is the premier spinner. Who's the best spinner in Australia? Nathan Lyon. End yep. of. It plays. Um, I think I think where Australia missed a trick, but but uh, is also with Aaron Finch. Aaron Finch is not a middle order player. Um, contrary to what a lot of people think. I don't think he is as effective against spin bowling as he is against seam bowling. Um, Aaron Finch needs to bat at the top of the order. But having said that, I do understand the rationale behind playing him in the middle order for a couple of games because I think this tour was seen as a bit of an experiment, uh, obviously with some players out. You know, Justin Langer, just finding his feet as coach of Australia, he can uh, try a few different combinations you know at the top of the order um but i think if we're you know moving forward i, I what I, i'd love to see i i'd love to see travis head batting at three mm. i'd love to see alex carey with the gloves opening the batting with aaron finch and i, I think that would um that would be a, a really good uh top three combination for australia uh, jason do you expect to see tim payne leading australia next year at the world cup yeah, look, I, I think it's a good question. I think it was quite, what was quite telling, John, was Trevor Holmes, when he was appointed, uh, he was appointed for this tour only in one-day cricket. Um, my, my, all my instincts, my gut feel tells me that 
Tim Payne will be test captain um, and lead that side, and he will lead that side very well. He's an incredibly impressive man, Tim Payne, and I think he's a fine cricketer. Um, but I, I think what we'll see happening is I, I think the Australian selectors will go down the path with Alex Carey uh, taking the gloves and batting at the top of the order uh, moving forward. Um, and and I don't necessarily see Tim Payne uh, in charge. And um, that's no slight on the man because, you know, I think in incredibly difficult circumstances, I think he's been absolutely incredible. Um, you know, with all the, the stuff that's gone on in recent times in Australian cricket, you know, Tim Payne's been given a hell of a lot of responsibility um, and he's he's done that with... Um, he, he's shown incredible leadership. He's shown incredible humility. Um, he's been brilliant. Uh, but, you know, if we're talking purely from the one-day side and what is the, most, the best team and most effective side uh, moving forward, I think the selectors, you know, I don't know, but my gut feel is the selectors will go down the path of playing Alex Carey and giving him the gloves. I think you'll be right, Diz. <laughs> Do you expect, uh, Dizzy, for coming start, Hazelwood Warner and Smith to be definite starters in the 11 that starts the World Cup next year? I, I think four of those five will. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm not entirely convinced about Warner uh, wow. yet. Um, I, and the reason I say that, I, I just think the, it, it just appears from the outside. There just needs there's some um, bridges to be mended there. Um, you know, you, you just um, some of the stuff that's come out from Cricket Australia and the, and the players. Uh, it, it appears that there's some bridges to be mended there, and you know, hopefully, and you know, I'm confident that they will be mended. Um, but uh, look, and and look, I think he will. Um, you know, I'd like to think that, you know, that these players have um, had a grave error in judgment. Um, they've been fined, they've been sus- suspended. The punishment has certainly not fitted the crime. Um, you know, they've been punished severely. Um, I, and I'm hoping that, um, you know, they'll serve their time um, and they'll come back bigger and better. And, you know, that's what I hope. And, you know, and I do think you know, I do think eventually all these lads, all the lads will will play. But but the only reason I mention that about Warner is because we've mm. just seen a few things in the media um, that you know maybe um, you know Dave needs to do a bit more to um, mend some fences. Yeah, Diz, just just tell me. I mean, listen, you did an unbelievable job at uh, Yorkshire, honorary Yorkshire, and through and through. Now we know that. But now you're at Sussex. I mean, what has been the difference? Going through a club that's got huge membership, they expected to win the title year in, year out. You were part of that. Now you're at Sussex. What? Where are Sussex at at this moment in time? Is it a building job for you? I mean, you're sitting third in the county championship, disappointing in the Royal London. You've got a lot of young players. Is it a building job you've got there? Yeah, yeah certainly, like Goffey. Oh, look, I, I love my time at Yorkshire. I, I've got, you know, wonderful lifelong friends, lifelong memories uh, from my time. Um, up in Yorkshire, it's uh, one of the greatest periods of my life, to be perfectly honest. Um, as 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 individually as a um, you know in my in my role um, as a family, it was a wonderful experience for us, and um, you know it, it was just a great time. Now I've got a, a new opportunity here at Sussex, and and look, we you know my brief um, you know is we want to um, get as many young uh, British qualified. Sussex cricketers playing as possible uh, in our first team. And, and what was so pleasing in our, uh, our last game against Durham, uh, we had two lads batting in the top three who came out of the um, Sussex Academy, uh, Tom Haynes and Phil Salt, uh, you know, 19 and 21 years of ages respectively, both getting their first, their maiden mm-hmm. um, county cricket hundreds. and Big ones you know, as well. <laughs> yeah, and big ones. They they did really well against you know a side that you know I've got a lot of time for. I, I, you know Durham as a county. I know they've been battered and bruised in recent times. Um, you know they, they've copped a lot of uh, stuff. The ECB have come down really hard on them, uh, but they still find a way to compete and be you know basic, uh, do well. Um, so the a club I've got a lot of respect for. Um, you know to go and, and score runs against you know those guys, the Rushworths of this world. You know it's. You know, it's a it's a great effort from those lads, 
And what's pleasing, you know, we, you know, out of our, you know, top six uh, batting order, you know, five of the lads have come through the academy. Um, so that's really pleasing from perspective. You know, Sussex, yes, it's a smaller club than Yorkshire. It's a, it's a very family-friendly mm. club and there's a wonderful feel around the place. Um, I've been very fortunate. been made to feel incredibly welcome um, at the club. And, you know, there's such good people. You know, we've got a, got a wonderful playing staff. We've got a lot of learning to do. We've got a lot of improving to do, absolutely. Um, but we'll do it together and we'll, we'll learn together, you know, um, and we'll get better. And, you know, I'm very excited about uh, this season. I'm very excited about the, the next few years. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a great place to, um, to be involved in cricket. You know, it's a, what a wonderful club. I'm, I feel very fortunate. Here's your 11 for, uh, for the World Cup next year. There's Finch, Warner... Sean Marsh, Smith, Carey, Maxwell, Mitch Marsh, Agos, Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood, with Stanley, Colton Nile, Travis Head and Marcus Stoinis. That doesn't sound like a bad team to me. Certainly a bit better than the one we've seen in the last month or so. Uh, Dizzy, yeah, thanks. Very, very good. I mean, I, I would, John, I would put Travis Head straight in at number three there uh, mm. for a start. Um, he, uh, he would be uh, my number three. Um, but, yeah, I, I look, I... I think that's a it's a it's a pretty good side uh, to be perfectly honest. And um, look, everyone's everyone's taking pot shots at Australia at the moment. But mark my words, come the World Cup, mm. I think we're going to surprise a few people. You know, everyone's talking up England, and that's great. You know, and England deserve to be uh, talked up because I think they're playing wonderful cricket. I mean, that 481 was just an incredible day of cricket. You know, everyone talks about the short boundaries and and whatnot. But mate, you, you still need to score those runs, and the, the nearly ten and over for fifty overs is just uh, an unbelievable achievement. And England deserve to be favourites. But tell you what, do not write off Australia. I'm still backing them to win the tournament um, because I think Australia can do it. I think Australia are going to surprise a few people. People have seen them this this tour, and you know everyone will just be laughing and shouting me down uh, now. So after you know seeing Australia lose five nil, but Mark my words, never write off Aussies, mate. And uh, we're, we're going to be coming hard and just look out. Hey, Dizzy, just one last question. What was the scoreline this summer? Um, sorry? What, what was the I, sc- I missed that. It, well, I tell you what, it was 5-0. But that's also the score in terms of World Cups won between Australia and England. So uh, we will never, correct. ever write off the Everything Aussies. Everything you say before the word but is irrelevant, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks so much, Jason. Thanks, Brilliant to have you on. Um, you're listening to Darren Goss Cricket Week on TalkSport 2. Online and on DAB Digital Radio. Darren Goss Cricket Week on TalkSport 2. So, uh, just an hour show this week because of the the, the World Cup football, so that's uh, pretty much fair enough. But there's been uh, quite a few stories uh, from the world of cricket uh, this week. Uh, shall we just talk uh, a little bit about the women's game? We had Tammy Beaumont on, uh, was it mm-hmm. last week? Yes, it was last week. And Amelia Kerr, uh, the uh, 17-year-old leg-spinning double centurion. Uh, ridiculous. Uh, they've been playing a, a tri-series and, well, it looks like it's going to be those two teams that are going to play the uh, the final. The England women top of the table, two wins from three. Uh, New Zealand women uh, won one, lost one. They're uh, on two points, but South Africa uh, women, they've just the one victory from their three games. Uh, been some, it's been some good crowds and some good action in that. There's a, I like the way that they do the double headers as well, Goffey. I'm oh, not, yeah. I'm not quite sure though. It, I mean, one team plays twice in a day, and the other two teams plays once. It's, <laughs> a, it doesn't quite sound fair to me. Do you know something? England ladies' team, um, women's team, whichever you want to call them, have, have, I think their game has gone from strength to strength year after year now for probably the last five seasons. And there's a lot of young players coming through, a lot of youngsters uh, coming through the system as well. There's still quite a few experienced older heads in that team and, and gradually they're being replaced. But Tammy Bowman, we interviewed her last week, is, has been absolutely superb again, scoring runs. Sophie Eccleston was excellent against New Zealand with a ball, bowled absolutely beautifully. She's a young girl. 
and it's been good to see. It's been good to watch. It really, really yeah. has. And yeah, I think cricket good. around the world, wherever you're watching at the moment, you've got um, the County Championship uh, churning out runs after runs. The Royal London Cup we're seeing um, next weekend is going to be Kent and Hampshire in the final. Can't yeah. wait for that. We're watching Win- West Indies taking on uh, Sri Lanka and Eight West Indies and making a comeback. Let's be honest. West oh, Indies over the last... Breathwaite's yeah. gone. He's just been caught with short legs. That what a catch, by the way, a short leg. I mean, it's been a disastrous tour, really, for Sri Lanka, if we're going to be honest. Uh, ill-discipline. Uh, they've got Dunanther for the sweet yeah. game. They sent, uh, uh, who did they send home? One of their players. Oh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, so it's not been good, but there's been some fantastic players. The Lions now are playing fantastic. I'll tell you one thing we should touch on, Johnny. Go on. What about, at last, how long have I been saying about Trevor Bayliss not watching enough county cricket? Yeah, I know. And what's happening? See, they're obviously listening. They're listening to us. They're listening. Paul Fabris is going to coach the England T20 side, which there's no doubt he'll do that brilliantly. Yeah, he'll uh, take over from Trevor Bayliss next year. Of course, and that's uh, that's why they're doing it, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that, that that's why they're doing it. It's uh, it's already decided who's going to get the one-day jobs. Uh, let's, be, let's be fair. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be no interviews on that one. Um, but the England Lions under Mark Rampakash... Um, are doing uh, pretty well. It's good to see Liam Dawson from Hampshire. I think he's a fantastic one-day cricketer. I don't think we've seen the last of him um, at the top level. I think at test match, he's probably just a little bit short of being a test match player at this moment. But I think he's someone who will improve and improve over the years. He can bat. His bowling's been fantastic in two games of played against India and the West Indies. Now, Sam Hain, 145 against the West Indies. What a, what a knock that was. Yeah. And, and Nick Govins, they keep telling me he can't play spin. Well, against India A, he just uh, bagged 128 of 132 deliveries in that first game. So they keep telling me he can't play spin. But uh, how long before they can keep leaving him out of their uh, test team? Hey, they've announced a fix. Well, we're in uh, Sri Lanka. Uh, for the uh, test series um, yep. of the two months we're there. The, it's going to be perfect timing. You, know? you talk about cricket on all the time. So say UK time, four until about midday, 1pm. That's going to be the uh, the test series of the ODIs. And then in the Caribbean, it's going to be the world's T20, the women's world T20. England's group, well, we've got to determine one of the qualifiers. But Sri Lanka, yeah, fancy England and that. South Africa, well, we've seen that certainly England's uh, bowling unit is uh, has got the uh, the sign over them. Uh, and the Windies, they're going to be tough on home soil, of course. But that looks like a pretty good tournament. And uh, you fancy England to go uh, to go well. And you talk about Tammy Beaumont. Well, she's currently top of the uh, the runs for this uh, this Tri-Series as well. So well, does it surprise you? She's a fantastic player. Absolutely. Uh, busy. Um, Mrs. Cricket, she is. You know, we used to call uh, the Hussey brothers uh, Mr. Cricket. She's Mrs. Cricket. Absolutely lives and breathes it, talks about it. I've been on a couple of bike rides with her for charity bike rides over the years. And all she wants to talk about is cricket, cricket, cricket. She's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, me. And I'm pleased for her because she was going through a, a period where I wasn't quite sure whether she was going to make it um, as an international cricketer. But the last 18 months, especially under Mark Robinson, she has been A1. And uh, long may it continue. Long may it continue. Uh, have you seen his top of the county championship, by the way? Your tip for the title. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. apologise. Well, <laughs> do you know something? A fantastic side, mate. I mean, it, it is a dream and team. And without that... five players, five good players, by the way. The yeah. Currens, Roy, Folks is out, Bats is out. Mm. Doing well. But Doing when, well. You add, when you add um, Morkel into that team and Ricky Clark. I know. I mean, second coming. everybody thought that was the end, didn't it, when he left Warwickshire. But what a cricketer. What a cricketer. He really, really is. He loves the, He's another one. Absolutely loves the game. Um, can bat, can field, uh, catches pigeons, and he's taking wickets as well, which is great. And I, and, and I hope Surrey actually do win it because what I like about Surrey is they're playing a lot of their academy, a lot of their kids. Yeah, Ollie Pope. Ollie um, Pope. Verdi. Uh, yeah, Verdi, and they're all coming through. And, and Sam Curran. Tom Curran, exactly. I think it's absolutely outstanding. But the youngsters are coming through, so I hope Surrey, for that reason, do win the title. And Windies are on a roll; they're Have three you seen down that now. Deliver it. We're going to be watching this guy in a few months. Kumara mm-hmm. sounds like a potato in uh, New Zealand. Sweet potatoes are called Kumara. Just talk the listeners through that delivery. We've only got a couple of minutes left, but that nipped in. Shea Hope as well. He scored back-to-back hundreds at Headingley last year. Well, just people who are not watching the game, um, it, it's it's a pitch with the new ball, the pink ball. It's definitely going through. It's got good carry. 
I would say the pitch has got a little bit of an uneven bounce. Now, that was probably a forward delivery. But if you look at the... This is where it's clever, because the ball before went through, carried head-eye to the keeper off a good length. Same length, skidded through, knocked his poles out, he went back. Now, it should have been a ball he probably should have gone forward to, yeah. but because of the previous delivery, that's what got inside the bowler's head. That's why cricket is a fascinating game. And the good thing is, you've got a person in the crowd, one of the supporters, <laughs> yeah, telling him how he should have played it, <laughs> But the way what? he played it, he played it shocking. Now, if he, if we could video it and put it on the big screen, how you've just played that shot, you would have got you would have got <laughs> bowled out as well. Uh, Goffy, we've only got a minute or so left. What's your what's your move? Where are you off to this week again? Uh, Dubai, oh. um, and then you never know, might be back to Russia. The way England are playing, mate, um, I'll be oh. booking final tickets. I'll tell you what, you're not the only one. <laughs> uh, suddenly, there's a lot more interest, isn't it? Uh, Goffy, brilliant stuff, matey. Really enjoyed uh, the show with you today. Looking forward to next week, of course. We'll see, uh, we'll know by then who England have got in the knockout stages. Uh, nine for three, the West Indies. They lead by 59. I'm going to go home and watch uh, the rest of that. Uh, we've got plenty more action and uh, reaction, I suppose, on TalkSport 2 coming up after the show. Uh, throughout the night, 24-hour station, of course, TalkSport 2. And uh, hot on the hills of Darren Goss Cricket Week, we've got uh, TalkSport 2 live with Will Gavin. A big thanks to uh, Jason Dizzy Gillespie uh, for being a great guest on the show today. Uh, we have plenty more for you. The show reverting back to two hours next week, I'm pleased to say. Uh, but that's uh, pretty much all we've got time for. Thanks so much for listening. It's been that. Uh, Darren Goss Cricket Week and you've been listening to TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism and this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 